0: Welcome to episode 134 of In Touch With iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren?
1: Uh, I survived another week, maybe a day. You did. Yeah. So far, so good. You did. Been working and uh, reading a lot about uh, crazy stuff on the internet. It's like. I always do. Yeah, we,
0: we might be, touch on a few of those things, but I uh, also wanted to welcome back to the show. seems like you've become kind of a regular here, Jeff. It's Mr. Jeff Cannon don't back mind. Uh, on the show, we, and we don't mind at all. We appreciate you being here. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, and thanks for inviting me back again. Um, and uh, and Warren, anytime someone says they, they've been reading Greasy's stuff on the internet or <laughs> – <laughs> that's just every day just so right know. it is it would be
1: a crazy day not to read something crazy on the internet and i'll yeah. say i didn't read something crazy on the internet today and I, that would be the crazy part
2: exactly yes
1: gotcha
0: and we might t- touch on that crazy stuff or, or, or um, non crazy normal stuff well you know crazy stuff like apple reported their earnings and it was in, insane insanely good and uh We'll talk about that and uh, beta this week. No beta, fourteen four is out. We'll talk about that and uh, we we have a good uh, segment here with Jeff that we're going to talk a little bit about widgets in iOS and we'll be touching upon that a little bit. So and uh, and and a surprise Warren's going to share with us in just a bit here. So we'll, we'll tease that one. So um, don't don't. So let's don't uh,
1: hold go get started now. Uh,
0: Yeah, you are. Don't committed. get too excited. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so first story, uh, I'm, uh, sourcing uh, Mac rumors as I always do here. Apple reports record setting first quarter, 2021 results, 28.8 billion dollars profit on 111.4 billion revenue. Uh, Apple today announced their finance. They, they announced our results uh, yesterday as we record this. Um, uh, and, uh pretty incredible looking numbers here. I I didn't go to six colors. I should have went there. Jason Snell always does his uh, bar graphs Mm -hmm. that he creates. Probably should go back over there as I'm doing this this here. Um, uh, As expected, thanks to largely the, the, the later launch of the iPhone 12 series that pushed it entirely into the first fiscal quarter rather than the traditional end of the fourth quarter, this was the best quarter in Apple's history in terms of revenue profit, topping the first fiscal quarter of 2020. And easily breaking through the $100 mark in revenue. Oh my gosh, just incredible. Um, And uh, quoting uh, Tim Cook, he said, This quarter for Apple wouldn't have been possible without the tireless and innovative work of every Apple team member worldwide. Uh, We're gratified by the enthusiastic and customer response and the unmatched line of cutting-edge products that we deliver across a historic holiday season. Uh, we also are uh, we are also focused on how we can help the communities we're a part of building uh, back strong and equitably through our efforts like Racial Equality and Justice Initiative, as well as our multi-year commitment to invest three hundred fifty billion dollars throughout the United States. So, amazing, amazing results. I mean, I, I listened to the, a good portion of of the, uh, the of that event uh, yesterday, and uh, I was just smiles everywhere but of course you know the stock market doesn't see it and their their stock dropped five bucks so six (laughs) figure. it's almost six now now? okay so now now, yeah you look at after hours so it keeps dropping go figure Well, the market hasn't been doing so great but that's okay
2: uh jeff what do you think this is pretty incredible uh i believe i'm correct in saying that this is the highest quarterly revenue apple has ever reported which I mean, the numbers we're talking about—what uh, a billion in revenue and uh, and almost twenty-nine billion in profit—these are just absolutely insane numbers. Like, yeah, like when, when you're when you get up to numbers like this, you can't visualize them anymore. It's you can't.
0: You really can't. It's just it just. Just blows your mind. It just who who'd have thought? You know, we're, we're twenty years ago. Apple was a near near bankruptcy twenty five years ago, and then look where where they are now. So
2: yep, and and even still, with Apple bringing in this much money, uh, when iPhone sales dip for any reason at all, you immediately hear people saying, "Well, Apple's doomed." I mean, they're just going to go out of business now.
0: Every- Every single message board I see, isn't Apple doomed?
2: <laughs> yeah, and with money like this, Apple could just stop selling everything and uh, and bring in zero revenue for years and still continue to pay everyone in in the entire company worldwide without any problem for years. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. What, what, what do you think,
1: Warren? It's too much money. I think it's too much money. Um. Yeah, we
0: we give them plenty of it. I could say we that we give them
1: a lot of money. Um, and they're they're getting it from all over the place. Um, and, and they could, you know, they're the most valuable company in the world. They could actually buy almost every country uh, company out there if they really wanted to. Um, you know, it just it's good, but it makes me, you know, think that they're going to push for. Like a breakup of the company uh, at some point because uh, it you know it's too powerful uh, and you know Apple would do pretty good if they did I thought they could break it up to like a services wearables and then like everything else and that's you know that I don't know I thought that. I thought that would be good for them because that's how they present this in their in their financials that's how they break it up so they're pretty much. They're pretty much, I think, considering doing that one day is to have their own subdivision of each one because it would make sense, and that, you know that's what alphabet did. But it, you know, if they do that, it's not like Apple, it's just changing the name of like uh, you know the company had it's still all under Apple, and it wouldn't be a bad idea, I think.
2: I think it would make it harder for Apple to to continue to develop products in the way they do today. Uh, meaning when uh, you get new updates for iOS, you have a specific group of people that are work, working on different parts of the software. Then when it's time to work on iPhone, th- th- these people are moving over and working on that. And then it's time to work on macOS. And now you have a lot of these same people moving over there. And so so you have the same people that are very familiar with the code base working across all the platforms
1: right maybe maybe the services would be a, a different story though because services i mean they could concentrate more, more on a certain sector and you know a lot of people are like you know is apple really a services company are they really going to be a streaming service are they really going to be a new service and you know just under being a technical, under a technology company, these services may or may not be relevant to them. So if they split it off and, you know, put it under a different name, it, it could be more, it could help with the streaming and the uh, and some of those services, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Let's, um. let's break down this or uh, let's, speaking of services, let's break down some of the, the numbers that we can uh, get reports of. Uh, Apple Services revenue actually hit an all time high, fifteen point eight billion in in the the quarter like one in twenty twenty one, <laughs> which is just absolutely crazy. All of all course, that includes App, yeah, <laughs> App Store, Mac App Store, Apple Music, Apple Pay, Apple Care, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, and Apple News Plus, Apple Fitness all show significant growth uh, with all that. Um, so I think the bundles made it made a huge difference uh, by by uh, by by doing those bundles was. I drank the Kool-Aid, and so did so did Warren. I believe you. You we both are paying for the Premier bundle, so uh,
1: it makes sense you know, for although for me with my family, um, it, it made sense. So,
2: i I haven't started paying for the Apple One bundle yet, and yeah, you're probably smart. Well, <laughs> I was planning on starting um, in in February because the uh, you know the the free Apple mm-hmm. TV Plus uh thing had been extended to that. So I figured, all right, well when that ends, that's when it makes financial sense for me to switch to Apple One. And then I got the email saying, "Ah, now it's out till July. So it looks like uh I have a few more months before I switch over to Apple One.
0: Yeah, of course I'm not getting an email nor is Nort Warren because we already have the bundles. So that they they said sucker. Mm yeah i mean i if i probably would have dropped the apple tv
1: for the time being if i wasn't getting it for free and i wasn't in the bundle only because there's nothing really going on right now um you know start it back up when ted lasso comes back or mankind and things like that but they kind of right now they're sort of the only thing coming out soon is maybe that justin timberlake thing that my wife might want to see
0: yeah that's coming soon The yeah. movie moving up um but yeah, they got. But they, I, I think Ted Lasso is recording. From what I uh, yeah we we were talking on Mac Voices Live yesterday, uh, the other day, uh, Kelly mentioned that uh, that uh, they are recording, albeit uh, how I don't know how they're being saved. Uh, but assume they're not they're not recording in the UK, so <laughs> well, other people That's are doing it. Bet. Well, we're in a bubble.
1: Um, yeah, but the you're right. The services uh, the bundle definitely had to affect the numbers of how many people jumped on. I'm sure a lot of people are jumping on and and are gauging it and to see if it's worth it. And, you know, within, you know, a few months they'll either keep it or drop it. And those numbers might change.
0: Right. And, um, uh, and I also put a link in uh, in the news here about the, that uh, we just mentioned the Apple TV plus uh, free trial is not going to be until July of
2: 2021. Oh, I um, spoiled that for so, you by talking about it before you mentioned it. No, no, Sorry. I, I, you,
0: you mentioned it and I put, I, I just put the link in the notes. We did have it in there a few minutes ago. So, but I wanted to make sure everybody was aware of that too, because uh, that's part of some of the exciting announcements, uh, kind of, kind of relating into the, to the quarterly results here. So uh, they, uh, also, there was a uh, an an another story here. That Apple continues to dominate the tablet market with an estimated 19.2 million shipments in the quarter four of 2020, and they continue to hold a dominant position um, in the tablet market thanks to continued iPad sales growth throughout 2020. Which, of course, everybody thought they were doomed with the iPad too, right? That that uh, that there was no uh, uh there was there there was no iPads being sold, but uh, they uh they did uh. They did very well uh, uh, compared to, uh, compared to speaking, um, they, they said uh, 19.2 million when they compare uh, Amazon, which shipped six and a half million and 12% and then Lenovo shipped 5.6. I didn't even think Lenovo was that big on tablets, but okay. And then Huawei, of course I would avoid them like the plague uh, 3.5 million. So, so they continue their domination in, in, the in the, uh, in the tablet market which is great to see and i'm so even more of a reason why they want to come out with some new new models so coming come soon here uh what do you think jeff um
2: uh, this this one is cool but when i'm when i look at this table i'm also wondering how accurate is it really because apple doesn't tell us how many units they sell anymore it's,
0: Speculated it's by this company called Can
2: Canales. Right. And uh our uh, or or what however you pronounce it. Canalis, however you pronounce it. Yeah. They uh I mean they're they're good at what they do. But um these numbers we cut, we have to look at them with um a little bit of a grain of salt. Um but if uh, if they're right, um Holy crap! Apple is clearly dominating. So, okay. So I guess what my takeaway from this is, Apple is leading in the tablet space. If uh, if the numbers were were all relatively close together, like uh, uh, you know, like like we have Amazon and Lenovo about the same, Samsung and others about the same, that wouldn't tell us much, but Oh, go Apple!
0: Yep. yeah, go Apple. What
1: do you think, Gordon? Yeah, there's, the competition tablets aren't really as good as they used to be, and uh, you know, either you're getting a, an iPad or you're getting a Kindle at this point. Um, you know, there's Samsung has decent Android tablets. I've I've had a few, and they they have really nice ones. But, you know, when people, you know, go to use it, they, it doesn't feel as good as using an iPad. And, um, you know, the the entry level iPad is a great iPad is 300 bucks, 320 bucks. Um, and the new Air that came out is basically the Pro. Um, I don't know. That was delayed, right? I think. Did it drop in October? I know it was announced earlier. It was, but it, yeah, I think it was October last year, 2020. So that's, you know, had about two months of uh, the quarter in, in that sale. So the air might have been part of that. I know a lot of people went to buy that. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, they, they, as I said, there's there's no real competition for it. Uh, there's probably a lot of Fires uh, Amazon tablets out there, but they're, they're, they're so cheap that, you know, or, you know, basically free that I don't think they consider that revenue. They probably lose, they probably lose money on those. Some of them.
0: I think they do. Cause and then some come with the advertising where you have to mm-hmm. do ads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of lame if you ask me, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. and then, uh, the same, the same uh, survey research company, uh, Catalyst, uh did this for the iPhone, and Apple takes top spot in global smartphones market with a record 82 million iPhone shipments in uh, quarter four. Uh, and they they said they found that Apple shipped more iPhones than ever in the fourth quarter at 81.8 million units. Samsung took second place at 62 million, like a 12 percent decline. Then all the rest um so these numbers just yeah like like you like you said jeff i think this is just yeah you can take it with a grain of salt you don't know but you know this does seem pretty gosh darn good and i you know looking at apple's actual numbers that they reported you know this 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 this, t- this t- tends to fit into
2: that yeah it's amazing uh, absolutely amazing
0: so no I, and i think just the time i think they they see the timing now what they did with the, the iphone 12 it, who knows when the iPhone 13 comes out uh, the end of, uh, towards the end of this year, maybe they'll do the same thing. You know, maybe move it back to October now and see uh, where it goes. But uh, I, then again, maybe not depends, you know, how they can get uh, production and all that fun
2: stuff. Uh, well, obviously we'll be talking about that as it goes. Yeah, you know, all these numbers, like insanely high numbers. And this is during a worldwide pandemic when, where there's a lot of people, that uh, that are out of work or have uh, have lost at least part of their income. And, uh, and you would think that sales just in general would be softer simply because uh, either people don't have money or they're being more conservative with their money because they don't know if they're going to have money. And yet Apple is making money faster than it's literally possible to print it.
0: Yeah uh any thoughts Warren
1: um doomed no um it's <laughs> <laughs> right think about them. no I'm, I'm just thinking about uh, you know the, the pandemic aspect and you know I know from experience trying to shop at an apple store this last year's been tough so I know they're losing foot traffic uh you know there's a lot of you know people will go into a mall and go in and maybe say i I do want this ipad you know or pick up things like that Um, but you also have to remember that even though they're not really open, they provide devices to, you know, AT&T, Verizon, uh, Best Buy. So, I mean, you could still walk into a store and buy an Apple device and Apple counts that as part of their, their, uh, sell. Um, but yeah, it's incredible amount of money in a, in a pandemic, you know, the pandemic which probably helped in some ways because a lot of those iPad sales were kids working from home or uh, schooling from home and uh, you know, everybody's home and wants to watch something else. So now they have their own screen. Um, So it's changed the, the the landscape of how people use devices and, and you know, parents who might've said no before this have to say yes, because their kids are driving them crazy and have nothing else to do. So here's an iPad. you know, it's so it works. Remote, remote workers, remote workers. Yep, definitely. the The MacBook sales were up, um, and I think next year is going be crazy because they're going to release uh, new ones, new designs. Probably uh, the um, chips, uh, whatever comes after that. Uh, the word has already gotten around that the uh, the new processor is a winner. Um, there's been, you know, people are excited. There's people who said they would not kind of buy it, who did, um, you know, you're looking at probably all of us. Um, so, you know, it's going to be the next year too. So I will, you know, hopefully the, uh, wall street sees that.
0: Well, then, then, then next article, we, uh, we, we find that the Apple now has over 1 billion billion. That's oh, with a B active iPhone, iPhones worldwide and a total of 1.6 by uh, 5 billion total devices. So along with the earnings today, they, they uh, now have an app active install base of 1.65 billion devices up from 1.5 billion in the year ago quarter. Uh, and they also hit another milestone by that was the milestone 1, 1 billion uh, f- versus one 2019. So, and of course the total active install base includes the iPhone, the iPad, iPod touch, iPad, Mac, Apple TV, and Apple Watch models that are used around the world. They're install base, but the iPhone alone, one point six five billion. That's just incredible. Makes me proud to be an iPhone user. <laughs> how long before they hit two billion? It's well, not too far off. I don't. I would think.
2: Are, I don't the, they, are there they they that many to, people in
1: the world? I mean, how many? How many people live here?
2: Uh, I, I think it's eight billion
1: that's the world right yeah one day and you
0: know world domination
1: (laughs) my son was telling me about an an island somewhere um where they don't they're completely uh detached from civilization they were fighting people off to join the island this is a real thing and they have no technology they have nothing they're just living like it was like a thousand years ago so they're gonna have the iphone too after this is done
2: I. I can't remember the name of the island, but, uh, but I will back you up, Warren real place.
1: This is a real thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A, a year or two ago, there, uh, were people from a, uh, 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 some religious group. They sent, um, um, um that's funny. I just forgot the word missionaries. They sent missionaries yeah. to the island. <laughs>
0: right. And
2: when they came onto the island, the, the, the people that actually lived there uh, ended up killing them.
1: Yeah, they, to keep them
2: from from coming into their community.
1: That, yeah, and before that, they you know they had bow and arrows, and people were trying to approach them, and they would just you know go away, go away. And people, I think uh, they made it a like a national, not national, but like a sacred ground or something where nobody's allowed to go.
0: Well, well then then you could be a Larry Ellison and have your have your own island at own. Yeah, so. Maybe he lives. He right. might live there. He might be the king for all we know.
2: I'm just visualizing Um, Larry Ellison having people killed for uh, stepping onto his beach
0: (laughs) stepping on his beach yeah. Uh, and uh, Apple uh, did add a new time to walk feature that launched uh, a couple days ago as we record this for fitness plus subscribers they officially launched a uh, time to walk is what it's called a new feature for Apple fitness plus subscribers with audio stories from influential people that Apple Watch users can listen to with their AirPods or other wireless headphones while walking, which I, that's awesome. This that might get me walking more, but I could start getting some motivating uh, uh, walks while I have my Apple Watch not even have to have my iPhone on me. Because so you know, they're automatically downloaded to your Apple Watch with the mm-hmm. Fitness Plus subscription, and you can uh, start the episode directly from the workout app and they range from, t- from t- between 25 and 40 minutes in length and will appear in the workout app from a different guest each Monday through the end of April. So right now they have country music star, Dolly Parton. So I think, uh, people got excited to be able to hear her. She's, she's kind of a motivating person. She's uh, an
2: amazing person.
0: She's my favorite out of these five. I I, I don't even know who two of them are, but I know Draymond Green is, uh, he was with the Golden State Warriors basketball NBA. If you're not a sports fan, you may not know who he is. Sean Mendez is a musician. We know, and you kind of know who he is. And then he's not uh, even, he's he's not even a good (laughs) Mendez. they didn't get,
1: they got one of the brothers you never heard of.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, Uzo Aduba, that's from uh, the Orange Is the New Black uh, Netflix series, uh, actor. Uh, yeah, so they got those are the first four. So it sounds like they've they're, they're getting. I mean, they're getting people on board. So this this is pretty exciting to see what they're doing with Fitness Plus. They started with all these all these uh, fitness gurus that are, that are doing the fitness uh, uh, sessions uh, that they hired and they're actually employed by Apple to bring on stars here just to, to bring more excitement to the fitness plus. I think, you know, Peloton, you, the Apple's coming for you.
2: I, I, I think it's scary. This is actually a good thing. And I think they need to have a Ted Lasso. Yeah. That would be so cool. J- yeah. Just get sitters to do uh, a whole Ted Lasso yeah. thing.
1: They should. Well, what I read is if you have uh, next year, you're coming out with a bundle plus, And if you do the bundle plus, the actual person comes over to your house and walks with you. Uh, <laughs> sweet, yes. So, uh, yeah, y-
0: y- it's it's a. Ex- you sure that's some ch- sure that's some good news? A uh, good good g- good rumor. <laughs> it's it's a it's a thousand
1: and twenty dollars extra per month to do. Oh, but okay. it, you get the you you get the uh, four terabyte <laughs> storage plan with that as well.
2: Oh, oh well, gosh. there you go. So with that storage, totally worth it. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Yep. So uh, let's uh, move a little bit on a new story uh, relating to our friends at Google. Uh, Google stopped collecting advertising identifiers in iOS apps in response to iOS 14's upcoming tracking prompt. Apple will soon require, uh, as we know, iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV apps developers to request permission to use and click the random advertising uh, identifier known as the Identifier for Advertisers, or IDFA, which advertisers used to, to deliver personalized ads and track how effective their ad campaigns were. Uh, specifically, users with will be presented with a prompt and allow uh, or deny tracking when necessary. So we you know what what they're doing here. They're trying to block this, and Google is still being resistant. To, they still haven't updated their apps yet. Their apps haven't been touched since December seventh, which was the day before this went into effect. Uh, so and, and uh, they usually and, update and their think, apps
2: on a really regular oh, basis,
0: very frequently. So and I, and I believe I read that they're, they're, they are going to change something to the way the way the app uh, grabs ads only specifically to iOS apps because they have to comply. Um, I think I seem to remember reading that. I don't have to have that article here. but uh,
1: Yeah, it's, it has to do with the there's a unique identifier that you used to have to, that normally they take, but they're saying they're not going to do that. Um, they're not going to collect that unique identifier somehow um i mean if what they're doing is in in effect you know doing what apple wants them to do which is not you know you know not you know uh jeopardize the privacy of the users then then good this is a good thing i mean they're they're saying they're actually stripping out something that is you know is alerting you know, alerting Apple that there could be a problem. So they, you know, instead of, instead of telling people they're going to do it, they're just not going to do it. So, you know, that's, I don't, this is not a bad thing. And then, you know, actually you should you know, commend Google for doing it. I think if, if it is what they say they're doing.
2: I, I would commend them more if they hadn't been uh, harvesting an insane amount of personal information on us all along
1: mm well they'll still do it just outside of ios i think it's oh of course Android. they will
2: yeah. i mean what why would oh. they stop any place that they don't have to
1: well they, they they stopped doing it on the phone but they did send out these uh drones uh to watch your house
2: so. Yeah, there's there's two outside mine right now. It's really kind of that, creepy.
1: Th- that's their plan. Their plan B. If we can't get if we can't get them through the the, the uh, iPhone, we'll find a way to get it. So
2: yeah, it's weird though how they drop banners in front of my windows with ads.
1: <laughs> <Ta-da-da>! <laughs> Just so weird. Hey Jeff, it looks like you're going to the bathroom. Could I interest you in toilet paper?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should it's really charming. close my It's squeezably soft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Jeff, I noticed your curtains are a little dirty. Could I assist shoot a cleaning service for you? <laughs> uh,
0: that's why I avoided the the, the Facebook piece of this uh, puzzle, because they're going to be they're going crazy. There was a whole big story about that. I don't want to even go down that rat hole. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, all these companies that make money off us are going to complain that Apple's making it harder to do so. And all, you know, all the people out there are going to say, good, good. We love privacy and things like that. But, you know, we also like, you know, buying things, uh, you know, and learning about things that are relevant to what we want to buy. And we we don't admit it because we don't want to be targeted, but I'd rather be shown, you know, electronic stuff that I could buy compared to like diapers uh, in my feed. So.
0: And then you got a question. Well, of course, Google pays Apple billions and billions of dollars to be the default search engine on on iOS devices. Mm-hmm. You know, people question why? Why is not Apple with all their privacy pushes? Why aren't they considering making DuckDuckGo Duck Duck, Go, Duck, Duck, Duck Go their um, their default because of their
2: privacy? Oh, because uh, DuckDuckGo can't afford to pay as much as Google does. This is true. So,
0: <laughs> searching and I think that's is school, that's. That. that's that's what Apple's response was. It's just that you know Google's the dominant search engine. I mean, they're the number one search engine. Why would you, why would you want to want to change that? Yeah. So, all right. And then uh, last story, and I thought this was a good uh, one to talk about uh, when we talk about widgets here. Um, Apple has invited developers to attend a special online event uh, to help improving on app widgets. Uh, Apple is now inviting select developers uh, for iOS, iPadOS, and macOS uh, to join in its engineers and designers in a special event online that will provide insights on how to improve uh, improving app widgets, which are part of iOS 14, iPadOS 14, and macOS Big Sur. Um, uh, so they're, they're, it's an event called the Big Great Widget Experiences event, uh, which will take place in uh, to- uh, actually a couple days here as we record this. Of course, because of the COVID nineteen, the pandemic, this is all virtual. So of course, they're going to get millions if they hadn't already invited all the developers, just like WWDC last year. So, um, so this should be an interesting event. I'd like to hear what 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 comes up out of this, and I hope they they they, they talk publicly about it. Uh, uh, but. I, I wasn't invited, and I don't know if you were warned. Uh, I never got an email. You know, I'm not. I have a developer's count. Doesn't necessarily mean I do much developing of apps, but uh-huh. uh, but I would think anybody who has a developer's count may maybe opt to. I did see you know, an email, uh,
1: but I don't. I deleted it. I, I don't know if it was for that. It might have been for that. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I I don't remember getting specifically invited to it. But
0: so and what, and Jeff, what you think because you're you're going to be talking about this topic in a little bit here. Um you know, this really stands out that that Apple's really committed to widgets now because you know, before they weren't ever as big of a deal uh before iOS 14, but now now they are.
2: I'm uh I just double-checked. I did not get an invite. No,
0: yeah, um, I figured you're a developer. You have a developer account. Too.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh I'm not surprised I didn't get an invite. But I'm really excited about this because uh, because there's so much that developers can potentially do with widgets, and uh, right now I feel like for the most part we're just not seeing that happen. There, I mean, there there's some widgets that do give give a really nice uh, functionality, uh, but at the same time, a lot of the widgets that that I want to use just aren't giving me the experience that they ought to. It's like they're they're there but they're not all the way there. So I I hope that uh, this event uh just really uh drives the uh the usability of widgets up. Now of course it can't happen immediately because developers have to take this information and and go and work with it. So uh uh, yeah, over the next few months, maybe we'll see uh, a change in some of the widgets, and we'll get more functionality out of the the widgets that are, that are out there, and, and what's still to come.
0: All right, let's go and move to topics. Our uh, topic always each week is about uh, beta. Beta is now. Not in beta at the moment. So, Warren, going through withdrawal on your iOS device. You, you, so you got to go go over to the Mac side. What's, that, that's still going. let say Thursday. Um, no, by Tuesday, there'll be a, the new beta, I'm sure. Maybe we probably have either 14.4.1. Right. <laughs> no, Or maybe 14.5. Who knows? Uh, but uh, uh, So, what, 14.4 is actually probably a little more important to get up uh, installed than many of the other previous versions right off the bat, but... Because a lot of people like to wait, sometimes uh, make sure that, you know that everybody else is doing their beta testing before um, they let out. But um, I highly recommend, and I'm sure you guys will all say it too, um, that uh, you really should run out and get 14.4 installed on on all, everyone on your iPhone. Do it now, because uh, no. there's uh, there is a uh, there is three major security vulnerabilities that Apple says may have been used in the wild. Um, which includes a uh, kernel vulnerability which can uh, allow a malicious application to elevate privileges and Apple says they were aware of their report and it was active and, and and may have been actively exploited I also believe they, they exploited webkit uh, not, uh, causing some arbitrary code uh, that that could uh, execute and be actively exploited so uh, a lot a lot of important things so you got to you know anybody who has a uh, as an iPhone that's from my, I think it's the 6s and and, and newer Get out, go out there, update 14.4. Very important to, to take care of that. So uh, what, what do you think, More Important, right? Important. Uh, it,
1: the weird thing is, you know, Apple is saying that used, there were the three exploits. Um, so they came out saying, and nobody else is saying anything about it, which if it was an active exploit, you would think that would have been hot news and somebody would, you know, figure out what happened and who and where. So Apple definitely, if this happened, they – contained it pretty well um if, if there was actually because you know people would be all over that um yeah uh, uh, updates are good you know i'm sure uh, google has these three security holes out all the time and they update every uh two years so you know get you know we get our updates every few weeks so do them while you can get them all the hot
0: and then um Couple of improvements. Uh, well, I guess I didn't realize this. Uh, that now there's a support for smaller size QR codes. When scanning a QR code on the iPhone's camera, it's now able to, be able to recognize smaller QR codes. Which actually, I think about, now I think about it, I, you know, like I'm on the back of a monitor, being an IT guy, as you are as well, Warren. Um, they have the small QR code on the back of it. I want to be able to scan it, and I never was able to do it, so I could get the serial number. But then if you make uh, it bigger, uh, it just uh, gets
1: fuzzy and doesn't read it.
0: And it gets fuzzy. I won't scan yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Uh, so this is this, did you try that too. It's huge.
2: Yeah, I, I've had that same problem. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. This is a huge uh,
0: development. It's a huge development of a small QR code.
2: Yeah? I, um, I have I did not try ahead, this yeah. myself, but I had someone tell me that they did this. So I can't yeah. verify that this is true. But they said yeah, they, I, gotta,
0: I gotta find something that was small. They took one and iPhone
2: and used Magnify on it, and then a second iPhone and uh Scans. and scan the QR code off the off the first <laughs> iPhone screen and that's oh how they gosh. they were able to get around the tiny QR code
0: that's funny. That, that could work um, um yeah the other thing that they added was the Bluetooth device settings which was which is smart because um if you know you can go into a Bluetooth device and, and actually I've talked about this in previous shows as a tip um you can go into a bluetooth device like a headset like I have a uh, one of those uh, sleep head headbands, uh, the Bluetooth uh, earphones that I wear when I'm in bed at night to listen to uh, listen to oh, podcasts and, and news and such. And then now you can go in and not only can you change the name of the device because there was, you know, when you buy those those types of devices, they're they're very generic names. And, You know what the it says UTT. W or whatever it's called. So like, what what the heck is that? So I changed it. Yeah, it's it's headband Bluetooth for sleep. <laughs> uh, so I changed that. But the good thing is it also allows there is a section in there allowing you to change the device type. So uh, so if you go in like I go in and see my my UConnect for my car stereo, it's at it says it's car stereo, or uh, headphone, hearing aid, speaker, or it'll be set to other if it's if it's a device it can't uh, distinguish. So that was a that was a a new feature. Yeah, that I'm looking added. at now.
1: It's actually cool. Really cool. Somebody in the uh, Facebook group uh, posted a picture of it, um, some kind of bug. Uh, he has a pair of Bose headphones connected, and, and the device type says headphones, but there's still a grayed-out button that says sync contacts. And he was like, how do you do this? I'm like, well, you can't sync your contacts, your headphones. So that's it's not it's not perfect yet. But it's getting there.
2: I, I'm wondering if part of that is actually – from the devices, and and not so much a bug in uh, in iOS because mm-hmm. iOS takes it takes its cue for what the device is and what it can do from the device identifying itself, right? And uh, so those headphones are probably there's probably something in there that is sending the iPhone the wrong information.
1: That is like a car stereo because, you know, the the car stereo systems will must have that thing that tells you that it could store contacts
2: in there. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, they probably have the same chip in their headphones. It's in uh, uh, some car stereo and, right. and so it gets identified that way. I, I've seen some devices in here where you can't assign a category to it at all. Right. And then others where you can't rename them. Right and and i'm sure that has um, to do with the way the device is identifying itself and it
1: that makes sense cuz Bose does car stereos so maybe
0: yeah they just didn't do it right so yeah it makes sense um so so a couple of things i want to go, i think there hasn't been too much other too much else uh, the time to walk we just talked about in the apple watch and also the apple watch i believe added that new uh, uh watch face right did you did you try that one uh, for a second i didn't really like
1: it but i like the uh I like the new band. What was it again? Hmm. What was it
0: again? The face.
1: Uh, unity. Uh, unity. Yes. Yeah, unity Watch unity, face. Right. And it's like red and black. Uh, it's, it's neat. Um, and it kind of matches the new band that they, they put together. It's kind of the same color scheme. Is it red and green? I, I think there's green red, there uh, red,
2: black and green.
1: Yeah, that's it. So, so it's, it's, it's nice looking. Um, and it's, uh, I think they were talking on the, uh, one of the shows, uh, Tim Cook said it was uh, part of their initiative for the uh, for the you know uh, the economic uh, the the uh, low level economics stimulus plan is what they're doing. So it's good, good causing.
0: And then uh, the HomePod got updated to fourteen point four, which improved the the functionality with the HomePod Mini, the U one ultra wideband functionality uh, that helped improve the handoff of visual, audible, and haptic effects when transferring songs. From the iPhone to the HomePod Mini, so they've improved that, which is good because it was kind of buggy from I the last version. I still so. turned it off. <laughs> but yeah, not everybody likes it. I've turned off the automatic connection to the AirPods. It was driving me crazy, so all my devices don't automatically connect anymore. Yeah, so I turned it off to
1: the AirPods and the home HomePod. I'm like, you know what? You tried, you know, Apple. You tried to automatically switch my you know stuff to different speakers and things, but
0: you're not there yet. Um. And uh, did you try that with your HomePod uh, Mini, uh, uh, Jeff?
2: I'm with Warren. It's not there yet. I I have a lot of frustration with uh, with the way Apple hands off audio devices between their products, and uh, like, just yeah, using AirPods and uh, switching between my iPhone and my iPad, it's uh, it's a crapshoot if it works. And oftentimes, I just have to take my AirPods out and put my phone on speakerphone instead. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, I've got links in the show notes for all the other uh, articles related to TVOS, WatchOS. TVOS is always boring. I don't know why we even talk about it because they really don't do much as far as updates Doesn't there. Change. I, uh, I, I haven't watched it so we, in like a year or so. Yeah, so um, so let's go and move on. Now, Warren actually uh, put this in our our show notes for a topic this week. He he decided to do a bit of an experiment with uh, creating his own, could we call it a homemade MagSafe case, more or less? You got a case and you got some MagSafe uh, accessories that can make it work. Uh, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, so I um bought a uh, car mount
1: that's similar to the Belkin one that they sell at Apple. But instead of returned. Go, which you return, <laughs> which uh, goes on to the vent. But the one I bought from Amazon was a knockoff that actually has the uh, universal uh, thing where you could stick it on pretty much any mount. And it works really well. Um, but what I've noticed is, it, it, you know, it only works with MagSafe cases. Everything else won't stick to it and it doesn't have a holder and it's just like the Belkin one. So um, I had already had some other cases. I have three MagSafe cases, but I have a few that I bought that are not. So, I found on Amazon that they have, you know, basically MagSafe compatible round uh, metal plates that stick onto the back of the cases that will supposedly do it. And what I found out is um, the more expensive one, which was this uh, uh, Satichi, which is the, uh, it's more of a known brand, right? Um, that one, you yeah, know, that one worked. That one, I have two MagSafe chargers. One is Genuine from Apple, and one is a a, a 011 that I bought off Amazon for cheaper. And strangely enough, it only charges with the fake MagSafe charger. So uh, it doesn't charge with the Apple charger, but it kind of works. And then it holds the phone up pretty well. Uh, The cheaper plates that I put in there, they're terrible. You can't even, it won't stick, you know, it just falls off the mount. So that you know, basically, I feel like I'm stuck with buying MagSafe. If you have this chart, you know, if you have any dock or or uh, or thing in the car that basically needs to be held together with the magnet, then you're really stuck with MagSafe cases,
0: which kind of sucks. Do hmm. you have any thoughts, Jeff? No,
2: yeah, I really, really. Want to see Warren have this amazingly successful thing with, with, uh, <laughs> with uh, a homebrew MagSafe case? I do too. I, I, I really only, want this to happen.
1: I have all these great cases that I can't use anymore, and that's sad for me.
0: So, and you've seen his collection of cases. Well, he, at least for his iPhone 11, he's now he's, he's got to build up his iPhone. I'm up, 12 to, I'm
1: up to seven. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I was bad with three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like cases. Yeah. Can I tell you?
2: Well, I, I, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's like underpants. You need to have more than one, right?
1: Yep. Except and that's your favorite. Except generally nobody else sees my underpants, but me, but that might not be true either. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, uh, uh, Google. They're, they're probably watching.
1: They, they know my, they, Warren, I, I see that you're running out of white. huge. size underwear. of fruit. Of looms. Yeah. <laughs> Can I order you some extra large, uh, fruit of looms? Sure. Google go for it.
2: Yeah. Thanks. 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 <laughs> All
0: right. Well, we have uh, links in the show notes to, uh, the two, I, uh, the, the case and the, the magnetic sticker that uh, he tried. And if anybody out there wants to try it, try it out and let us know how you, how you come out, come out with, uh, with it. But, uh, I, I think the MagSafe case is still got a ways to go. Um, yeah, for their. It's not quite their, there yet. That's not
2: quite there yet. So uh, there's actually one thing that I want to see if it works, and uh, uh, it's a um, it's it's a product from Night Eyes, and it's called the Steely Mount. Okay, and so it's this little base that has like, like this this uh, shiny steel ball attached to it. And then it just sticks like on your dashboard of your car. And then they have all of these different attachments that go on that. It's like right now I'm using one where it's a clamp and it grabs my phone from the sides. And uh, since it's magnetic, I can just pull that off and put something else on. Well, they make another attachment where it's just this little disc. It's a, it's the magnet on a disc and it has adhesive on the back. I'm wondering if that would work on a MagSafe charger. Just stick it on the back of one and pop it on, on this uh, steely mount in the car. And now you have an Apple MagSafe charger right there in your car. And uh, I, I, But I don't know if it would work. I don't know if the magnet in uh, in that little mount is going to be strong enough to screw up the uh, the wireless charging field. So, so what I
1: learned in this too, because I had a bunch of um, um, you um, before bag safe they had uh, magnet systems where you get the black uh, magnet. Uh, I'm sorry, the black or white or silver piece of metal that you could stick on the back of a phone and you put it on a magnet. So mm-hmm. those things are actually not magnetic. So the magnetic part is on uh, the phone is magnetic, but the thing you're attaching it to is not. Um, so it's like something like that, like, a you know, those little things that you stick on the back of the case that were magnetic, um, might work. I don't know. It, it's, yeah.
2: in this case, I know that little ring actually is a magnet.
1: Okay. Because so... it has
2: to stick to the steel ball.
1: Okay. But the side facing the phone, is that magnetic or is it not?
2: The, Okay, so so the piece that that attaches to the phone, mm-hmm. it's a, it's like a layer. So the, the the back layer is the adhesive, and then there's like a, a little base attached to that that the magnet is is held in. Okay. So the magnet itself never physically touches the uh the phone. What's but, it called? Uh it's it's called the Steely from Night Eyes. And guess what? I am adding a link to it right now in your show notes to help out. See it.
1: Yeah. Cause uh, I'm uh, you know, I'm all in now. I got to get uh, my cases to work. I see this. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. It's a, uh, it's actually a local company. And yeah, I just uh, don't know
1: if that's going to pass. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to pass it through the, uh, the charging now. So I'll test it.
2: Yeah, and, you know, as, since it's on the back, it, it would be stuck to the backside of the, the MagSafe charger. I'm oh, yeah. thinking maybe it would be okay. Um seem but to t- I don't know. About
1: it. I don't know. I'm willing to try.
0: Way, ways to stick your phone to something. That's uh, today's show. Yeah. We like sticking our phones in, in those magne- magnetic uh, connectors. Um, just don't put it so near uh, your Right. Yes, don't do that. Yes. So with the remaining time we have left, I wanted to just kind of just briefly talk a little bit about widgets. And we'll probably have to have you come back to another app show here to talk a little more. Um, but also, you'll be joining me uh, next week at uh, Suburban Chicago Apple Users, the iPhone special Interest group. So uh, maybe I even share that with folks as well. Um, you gave us a great a presentation last actually last Saturday which I really appreciate you coming on uh, talking to us and uh, some great stuff about widgets. So I wanted to just kind of have you touch a little bit about um you know what some of the apps we got them in the show notes here the and what you do with widgets uh, uh that makes makes it a lot more fun to be using your iPhone. For
2: sure. Well, first thanks seriously for inviting me out to uh, to the user group because uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. and and uh, I have to say, one of the things that we did, uh, part of the demo where someone asked me about it, it was hiding uh, uh, home screen pages. Yep. And so I showed how to do that. And it's funny because I do it all the time, and and uh, couldn't remember. Wait, what order do you do that in? Press and hold mm-hmm. on an empty spot on a home screen, and then and then uh, press on the on the little ellipsis at the bottom, and then uh, and then it shows all the pages. You have a little check underneath each page. And if you tap that, that page becomes invisible because the check goes away. There's apparently a bug that I hadn't experienced until we did the demo. And the bug was right. that the uh, the little check circle underneath each page went away after I tapped it. So I couldn't make my pages visible again at all. Huh which really okay. sucked because uh, <laughs> <laughs> because while the, the apps are still there and I could just like swipe down on the home screen and search for them and launch them, I couldn't actually get to them, you know, just by swiping through. After the 14.4 update, I was able to get the pages back, but the little circles underneath the hidden pages were invisible. But when I tapped where the circle should be, they came back to life, and then the little check is visible underneath the page. So, anyhow, if anyone's experienced uh, home pages disappearing and not being able to get them back when you want them, the 14.4 update might help with that. Um, so, um, okay, so widgets for me, I'm using widgets almost exclusively as data uh, presentation tools. And um, uh, and so I've set it up so that widgets that uh, that I want to have access to very quickly, they're all on, on the today view. And then I set up uh, an information page, so uh, essentially, on my uh, on my iPhone. So my so my first home page is is just applications that I use all the time. When I swipe to the second page it's just widgets and it's just an information center for me. So I'm keeping track of my, my daily step count, my, my, uh, my nightly sleep activity and my calendar. And, you know, so I have stuff like that right there. And, um, and actually I did add the battery widget to my, to my main home screen so I can add it to you. You,
0: you, you, you inspired me to do that. So now it's, uh, it's, uh, it's on my first page now. Yeah. The, and
2: it's nice yeah. because now... Yeah.
0: so it sh- You can see it on my own oh, no, camp because I have back, background on But yeah, I've got it on the top left, so it shows
2: yeah. right now. All right, I can well, see there my you can phone, see it on my, my
0: watch. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, I have my, my phone, the watch, over. and...
2: There you go. There's my, yeah, I my, my did data, data too. page. Yep, And check it out. There's one of the pages that was hidden before, but now we've got it back.
0: It's unhidden. Very yeah. good.
2: And uh, when I swipe over to... to to my today view, there we go. I've got uh actually those top four widgets are the ones that I need all the time. So it's calendar, yeah. It's Fantastical, weather. Omnifocus, Dark Sky, and Air Visual. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then I can scroll down and then and I have some other stuff there. So uh, um that's that's how i'm using it just in a very yeah uh, uh high level overview um
0: and then you've got three tools here we got the links uh, so yes. widgetsmith is most, probably one of the most popular of all the apps that are out there for for custom w- widgets right
2: yes so w- widgetsmith that's the that's one that lets you build your own custom widgets and it's free if you if you pay for it though then you get access to uh to tidal information as in ocean tides and uh the their own weather widget stuff so you can custom build your your own widgets to uh, to display all different kinds of information and uh and it's actually pretty cool so if you want to take this to an extreme, make a bunch of custom widgets that have all the stuff that you want in them. And then make a uh, a, uh, a widget stack where yep. it's a bunch of different WidgetSmith widgets all in one stack. And now you can just flick through all of your different uh, widgets that way and have a ton of information in, in a very small yeah. space.
1: Um, I found a really fun one. I don't know if you could see it, but with uh, WidgetSmith you could pick a photo album uh, and have it kind of just scroll the photos in a, in a big uh, area there, which is
2: kind of nice. Yeah. uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, Have you played yet with the timed widget feature? That's one. I think this is part
1: of it because it scrolls through it maybe, or maybe not. Well, the, the
2: timed widget part, what it does is it, it lets you set different widgets that uh, that you view in that same spot at different times of day, so yeah. like maybe in the morning you want to see your schedule and uh, and then uh later on you just need to have uh, uh the the weather and then when it gets uh, later in the day and you're done with work, then have it switch over to uh, just have some photos showing
1: yeah that's cool and that's sort of what the smart stack tries to figure out, but this is more.
2: Yeah. Now see the Here. smart stack is cool because it's, it's trying to learn what you're doing. So it shows the right widget at the right time.
0: It the tries, timed yeah. widget.
2: Yep. Yeah, it tries. And yeah. sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. Right. Uh, but what widget Smith is doing is it's changing it. So at this specific time for this specific amount of time, this is the widget you will see. Uh, that's, that's useful. Yeah. So I'll definitely yeah. play with that. Um. And if you're into your uh, health data at all, you need to get widgets. and mm-hmm. uh, and this is a, a, a widget building app that takes your health kit data and lets you display that however you desire. Yeah. So the so the way I'm using it. For those of you that are watching the video, you can see that, uh, I have a small widget that's showing some, some sleep data. And that's Hidgets. And then right next to it, there's the red box showing, uh, how much I've, I've, how many steps I've taken today. And right now it says I've only taken 827 steps today. In my defense, I didn't have (laughs) my Apple watch on almost all day. (laughs)
0: Oh sure, uh, okay. do it.
2: Yep. And I'm going to stick to that story. All right, we'll let you paste. We'll, <laughs> see, we'll let it slide. See, I'm so bad.
1: I don't know if 827 <laughs> is good or bad. I don't know.
2: Yeah. it might be. It might be good. Well, you know, if, if that's more than you had yesterday, that's great, and it's fantastic. And go you. Um, <laughs> I've done like for, for, two for me. Two for the day. Is that good? You know what? That's better than none. So good for you, Ward. Awesome. Um, for me, it's bad. Uh but anyhow, uh Hidget's, it's a it's a really great and useful uh Hidgets. widget maker for you. And, and that one's not free. It's two ninety nine, I believe. Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah. And uh it if you if you want to just play around with uh with widgets that just look cool, color widgets is is a great option. And it, it has like pre built widgets for you that that have like calendars and uh um uh, weather, so useful information, but with uh, uh, a really nice presentation.
0: Yeah, they look they look pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Now the uh, the step count thing that I was showing, that's actually Pedometer mm-hmm. Plus Plus. Okay. And uh, and it's it's an application that includes a widget. You know, like Fantastical includes a widget, OmniFocus includes a widget, or several widgets that you can choose from, and Pedometer Plus Plus does the same thing. Um, I added that to my iPhone because the metric for me that that is most useful and and uh, is most likely to inspire me to uh, to remain active is my step count. And it's something that Apple just simply does not show you at all. So uh, I wanted that on my Apple Watch. So I got Pedometer Plus Plus so I could have the Apple Watch widget and then it has a complication. So it's just right there on my watch face and uh, it also has the iphone widgets now so i just added that to my to my iphone and now i can at at a glance see how many steps i've walked today uh in, in a bunch of different ways uh it helps though if i actually have my iphone in my pocket or my apple watch on so i so i can have a step count that uh, uh that's actually meaningful
0: yeah no absolutely and like i said it could be we could probably talk an hour alone about all the widgets and things that you could do yeah, with widgets you have me
1: looking at my phone I, too i mean uh, just you know, yeah just a little tip that i just thought about but
0: yeah please I, you know, what, what, uh, how do you use widgets well i use them a
1: lot but you know check check you know for new widgets all the time because you're you install things you don't know might have a widget so right uh hit that you know just hold down the home button hit the plus and uh I'll uh, hit the home button anywhere other than on an icon or hit uh, not, the, right. not the home button the screen and then uh, you know hit the plus and we will tell you tell you well, yeah because there's a few things on here that I didn't even know had a widget.
2: Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, I, that's, great point. I regularly check uh, after going to juggle mode and and the plus that that you're mentioning for for people that that are like I don't know what you mean. Upper left hand corner. When your iPhone's in jiggle mode, tap that plus, right. and you get a list of every available widget. And yes, it does change on a regular basis because developers are uh, doing updates and adding widgets to their apps.
0: Yep, there's there's quite a list. Um, no, thanks for giving that 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 uh, kind of brief overview and then some of the th- kind of highlights of what you could do in widgets. Um, speaking of widgets and, and an app, um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the one app that I kind of like, uh, I think it's one of the cooler, uh, weather apps out there is carrot, uh, carrot, uh, just, mm-hmm. just updated, uh, it's a 5.0. Uh, I'm kind of sad because I was, I think everybody was so used to how carrot looked before. So they've done a dr- dramatic change to the way it looks. Uh, and it has a widget of course. Um, and, um, i I just installed it and i'm I'm looking at it here and of course you know it it has snarky responses and you can do achievements uh uh, like I just unlocked my achievement of meteorological master. Um, and I look at the weather here tonight and it's going to get down to really cold at nine degrees tonight. So oof, it's going to be cold. Wow. Uh, and then they just called me a frozen meat bag. So, so they have some snarky comments when you go to check your, check the, the, uh, the weather, but it, it does keep, and I know you like dark sky, but that's another great one, mm-hmm. uh, which of course Apple owns now. Uh, but, uh, uh it was a real big, much bigger, bigger reef refresh designed, I guess makes it a little easier to navigate. And I, I guess I'm, I have to get used to it because I was so used to looking at the old version, uh, but you can customize the layouts and, uh, uh, it, it gives a lot more details and, uh, uh you can forward, uh, uh, what the, what the weather is to somebody. If you want, you can, uh, you know, copy the message and share stuff. Um, so, uh, uh it doesn't have anything that's useless anymore, but they, they've, they've got some nice customizations and I, I like the way it looks. And there is a, also an our premium plan, uh, that will include all the features um, of uh, a premium family plan, which also includes all the features of premium ultra, which can be shared with up to five family members. And I, you know, that's they, a little pricey, fourteen ninety nine a month. Um, and in fact, I'm not sure what the premium is really going to get you. Uh, you get watch complications, custom customization, mm-hmm. and notifications. I think is when you get into the premium club, and that's nineteen ninety nine a year. If you wanted to do that, uh, and I'm, I'm good. I think with the with the uh, standard uh, weather app, there's so many weather apps out there. I mean, but the good thing is you don't have to be you don't have to look at the Apple's weather app, which is always blah, and then the Weather Channel, which is always ridiculous with ads. Uh, so I had um, one. I had so. one that.
1: What was the other snarky one? There, there was another one that was uh, uh, from Carrot. It might have been, maybe not, or anyways it had two modes it had either dirty mode or clean mode and like the dirty it had like the dirty the dirty mode where like you know it's you know it's raining like you know i can't even say it. but uh you know you could (laughs) it made fun of the weather somehow it's like it's you know it's it's as hot as a woman something like that and but you could actually turn off the, the the dirty mode i'll look for it I don't, know, I don't know what that one but is that sounds like what the uh, car yeah. does because it's like starting.
0: Yeah, it, it, it was overdue i think like uh, like anything you know you gotta over you gotta over um overhaul an app and, and make it fresh yeah because uh, <laughs> the, the things things people get tired of looking stuff after a while so i gotta start keep looking at that and like, yeah this is okay and i guess i can't complain but uh definitely with galleries and cards and detailed screens and quick actions. There's all kinds of great stuff you can do to customize with this app. Um, and I believe it's, uh, it is f- now they're now, now it's free. I, I think I paid for it originally. Yeah. Cause they were charging for it if I remember correctly. Uh, so maybe I get grandfathered into the regular premium plan. I don't know. Nice. Um, I don't know. It doesn't, it says there's a premium club, but, uh, but it is within app purchases. And like I said, uh, you have, uh, those other options, and it works on the iPhone, the iPad, and the Apple Watch, as well as, as there's there is a widget available you can put in there as well. So nice. All right, I think uh, unless you guys have anything else, I think we have brought this uh, show to a close here. Uh, just I'll just, just so, say real fast, it's called What
1: the Forecast uh, is Snap. If, you, right. yeah. if you want, to try to show
0: notes if you could. Yeah, it's
1: actually really funny too. It's a, it's the same deal, but it's it's
2: funny. It's, it's really okay. funny, well, but what was it called not again? kid safe.
1: Well, it could be. You could put on the kid safe uh, uh,
2: option. Oh, right, right. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I'll put. This, What's it called again? It's called What the Forecast. I'll put the the link in here. What the uh, forecast? That's of- what it is. Yeah, it's WTF. But What the Forecast, and uh, it says things like, uh, "It's like the sun is the sun is talking some serious trash about you behind your back." I uh, hope you start talking. It's funny. I'll I'll
0: link to it. Well, we'll uh, definitely check that out. Let's see if there's, yeah. Uh, yep, there it is. The App Store, has they have an app. I'll have to check that one out now. I'll add it to my collection of uh, weather apps here. Nice. And uh, it is free with in-app purchases as well. So they probably want to charge you for all the dirty words. Oh, no. $2, yeah. it removes the ads.
2: So oh, okay. There you go. Now, see, that, that's reasonable. That's get, give you everything, but pay a fee and get the ads out. I, I think that's a nice way to, to do the in-app purchase. Yeah, I like that.
1: It's got almost five yeah, like stars. That.
0: Look at that! Yeah, it does. No, you got me. You're gonna get me to download it. I probably even pay the two bucks for it. Go. You got the big credit in the app 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 store, so I uh, I think uh, I think I'll be able to spare it. Two it sucks bucks, at
1: predicting so. the weather, but it will make you laugh either way. So
0: yeah. <laughs> that's why we have dark sky and carrots.
2: That's right. <laughs>
0: Yep. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap things up here for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our, fee- to our email address. Feedback at ios.com You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. Uh, but better yet, just go to our website at in touch with ios.com where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65
2: and Jeff Gamut. thanks again always for being here where can everybody find you they can find me at Jay Gamet on Twitter and Instagram uh, the Mac Show and Big Show on British Tech Network um, Mac Voices on a regular basis here yeah. um and Looks like, we're going to make you a regular too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I, get around and, uh, and, and I get around because I have so much fun uh, yeah, on, on all the shows. So thank you for having yep. me back again.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I may even be at them on the Mac Show tomorrow. I think I, everything looks like everything's falling into place. I'll finally be able to make a awesome. make an episode tomorrow. So, so we'll, uh, that's the Mac Show on the British Tech Network, um, as well as Mac Voices Live, where we do that every Tuesday night uh, with uh, with Chuck Joyner and our and our fun crew of folks. Uh, uh, that's uh, eight PM Eastern on Facebook and YouTube for Mac Voices. So, and uh, Warren, what's been going on at Mac to the future?
1: We well, all been talking about how excited we are for uh, for Jeff to be on the show. That's all we've been that talking about so. all week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's been a few few snarky comments out there this week, but I think uh, yeah, for the most part, I think everybody's been getting their answers. uh to, to Mac, to, Mac to the future. So We got a of good, kind of good group. Got out an there, influx
1: so. of uh, uh, new people this week. That's it. Right.
0: Did you? Oh, uh, well, good. There's a little story behind it, but I won't go into it now. All right, sounds good. Maybe maybe uh, maybe after show. Maybe ask, ask you, uh, the after show, definitely the after show. All right, sounds good. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show this week, and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.